This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Lady Cast, the show that, in addition to being a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine, is also getting ready to purchase Martin Shkreli's collection of Wu Tang Clan and Lil Wayne albums, along with any hairs he might have plucked from Hillary Clinton's head. Turns out, uh, these are the items that the court recently decided he should put up for collateral on this seven point something million dollar judgment against him for uh, for being a jackass farmer bro. Um, so you know we're we're saving up, we're saving up our money. Do you guys have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, I mean no, <laughs> yeah, not at all. If only you could have seen all of our faces. At yeah, first I like, thought you were saying this. hairs from my head. Hillary, <laughs> oh. <laughs> then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> he got in trouble. Well, yeah, he he had. Uh, he had suggested on Twitter that it might be a good idea for people to pluck hairs from Hillary Clinton's head yeah. for some reason, and the judge didn't take kindly to that. So Neither would Hillary. Yeah, no, Hillary wasn't too happy with it either, I imagine. Anyway, I'm here today with Aaron Pazaski. Hi. Hillary O'Brien. Hi there. Laura Quast. Welcome to the girls' room. And Liza Mann. <laughs> You planned that, and didn't Kylie, you? <laughs> and you may hear from Kylie Miller. She's here hanging out. She was jealous because she uh, was too slow to get in on this week's show. Slow. So sad. I have other plans. Then what the <laughs> f*** are you doing? I mean, what are you doing? Dave. What are you doing here? Dave drops the F-bomb. He's <laughs> got some editing work to do. You should just, you should just beep it out. Be I do. I do. <laughs> uh... Since I'm joined today by so many ladies, I thought we'd discuss the ongoing bropocalypse in which jackholes of the male persuasion are being taken down by women they've abused and harassed. Uh, I have to be honest, I thought this would peter out a long time ago, only because, uh, you know, we tend to have a short attention span in, in this country, and I thought at some point, you know, Trump would do something that made everybody crazy and we would forget. Uh, but that hasn't happened. Uh, September, I think, the last week of September was when it started with the Harvey Weinstein thing, and then it's continued on. Now it's the first week of December, so it's been two months. What, why do you think this has shown no signs of slowing down after so many weeks, y'all? Lots of skeezy guys. Like, yeah. it's literally everywhere. Like, it's... Matt Lauer now. Yeah. Matt Lauer. Garrison Keeler. I don't know who that, that one is. Surprise me. He's a big, uh, like, public radio guy. But he's uh, also, also an author, yeah. Prairie Home Companion, uh, something almanac. I don't know. I, basically, I hate. Farmer's I already hated Garrison Keillor. So <laughs> he's uh, like a down home guy. Yeah, his stupid show on on public radio, Lake uh, Wobegon, plays or plays like all weekend long and like edges out all the other possibly good shows. Um, and so it's you're like happy about this, <laughs> clearly. And it's like four hours long of like you know, hey, let's listen to some more. Uh, guitar strumming i'm like no anyway that's not uh yeah but the question i have for you guys to debate today is whether or not somebody's uh bad behavior in terms of harassing or assaulting women should 
illegitimize or eliminate any consideration of their past accomplishments and contributions to society. Because I think that's one of the things we're talking about lately with like, who's the congressperson Conyers, I think his name is, who big civil rights, uh, important figure in the civil rights um, issue, in civil rights issues, but who unfortunately turns out to be like a lot of these other people who abuses his power. I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons why all this coming out is good, because we're kind of forced <laughs> to reconcile with that people aren't all good or all evil. You know, uh, behavior is on a spectrum. And I don't really think that there's like a right or wrong answer to that. It's just kind of a problem that we have to deal with. Kylie, do you have something to add? Oh, yeah. I'm sliding in <laughs> real hot because I can't She's practically headbutting Aaron out of the way. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's not abnormal, though. <laughs> Kylie's okay. like, I I'm, have an opinion. Kylie's usually all up in my space. <laughs> I'm so. taking Aaron on a really sweet date tonight. It's so, true. That I made her go Dutch on, so I don't know how sweet of a date it is. But It's going to be fun. Um, Yeah, I feel very strongly about all this, and I think like there may be some questioning of their past accomplishments because if we take a step back and ask ourselves how many women did they step on harass abuse um kind of unjustly beat out for the job in all of those years like if we looked at athletes and comparatively when it comes out that a big athlete like say lance armstrong is using steroids or something like that and that breaks we do have to call into question everything they've ever achieved because of the means they used to get there and I would like to say that the means that these men got or used to get where they are today, no doubt was played off of kind of the power struggle and the abuse and oppression of women in their workplace. Well, on the surface of it, your your parallel your comparison isn't quite parallel because, you know, Lance Armstrong got where he got because he took performance enhancing drugs. Did Harvey Weinstein get where he got by abusing women or did he so that's that's what you're saying in part that's where that's how he got where he got well it's a lot easier to make it in the top or or to the top i'd say if you have kind of all of these women in your pocket because they're afraid of the power that you have whether or not you gain that power via these means but you know elevating your status you know you've got he's got a bunch of movie stars working for him many of whom have come out now to say that against him Mm. but yeah, they're going to work for him. There's fear there of revenge, of further traumatization. Is that a word? Sometimes I make up words on this it. podcast. I'll but allow, yeah, we'll allow it. it does, when you have that dynamic in your court, it does make it a lot easier to get on the rise. Is there talent there? No doubt. But um, just talent is going to get you far in Hollywood, and we know that. I was trying to think while you are asking that question, like, what is a parallel to it? And it's hard to find one because this has been under under wraps for so long and i think that the reason that it's still going on and it's like two two months in there's still people coming out is that there was so much underneath that it seems clear that there's a long a a long tradition of powerful men abusing women of less power or more i mean you know men women men are abusing men too it's not just and women that are getting yeah just people that are just people that are vulnerable I think it's interesting, you know, one story comes out and then I feel like we get like a flood of other stories. So it almost gives a platform for other people to come out and say, hey, this happened to me, too. I don't know if it's just um, giving confidence to the people who were taken advantage of or abused that, you know, they, too, can share their stories and um, and be heard and have something happen, um, you know, with the successes of people coming out before them. Um, I think it's really interesting to see these trends of 
you know, one or two stories and all of a sudden it feels like Facebook and the news are just flooded with more and more people um, making these claims. Yeah, it's definitely like strength in numbers situation right now. It's, I mean, you got to seize your, if the moment comes, seize the, seize the moment because, uh, you know, it won't be long. If, if only one person complained, it wouldn't be long before, you know, that was passed and done with. Well, yeah. and you see that with the, with the Me Too um, <laughs> movement on Facebook. You know, it doesn't have to be with someone who was famous or in a high position of power. You know, look, um, for those of you who don't know, it's a um, Twitter and Facebook um, hashtag that uh, for people to, to post if they were um, survivors of mm-hmm. any kind of abuse. Um, and it was shocking to see, you know, all your friends and family and um, people that, you, you know, yeah. you know well posting these, these messages. Wasn't there like an old statistic out there or something? Excuse me. L. That. Oh my gosh. Gross. <laughs> that it's like one in four women will be sexually abused or assaulted in their life. Like that. And I'm guessing that number is even lower I, than I was going to say that strikes me now as low, but I can't yep. tell if it's just because it's this moment. But And it's like amazing how fast all this came about too, because just like a year, year and a half ago, women were out there accusing like one of our presidential candidates of like sexual assault and abuse and like nothing nothing happened but now like so many people are coming out and things are happening and it's just nice to finally get some vindication for some of these women that have been struggling with this for so long so i guess that brings up a question what you just said which is if not if if not every abuser is not subject to the effects of these same claims i.e. getting kicked out of their job or being uh, voted out of office or whatever whatever it is what do we what what do we make of that i actually had this conversation with my father who has very different political leanings than i do so it's (laughs) often difficult (laughs) going home but whatever anyway thanksgiving was (laughs) good jeff it was great yeah he's great he's great but anyway he's he was mad about nancy pelosi saying that whatever his name should get due process al franken yeah. or john conyers? conyers conyers and he was mad about this and he was he was arguing that nobody else got due process and what i had to talk to him about was what is due process due process is going to be different in your if you're in the public sector or if you're in the private sector and it's difficult to argue like what due process is and i think that in this kind of time period making that definition is going to be really critical yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, legally due process means, you know, the where the burden of proof falls, who's in charge of, but in who, courts, who in that situation is, uh, determines guilt, all that kind of stuff, how that works. But in public life, yeah, as I think Pelosi rightly pointed out, but maybe a little yeah. tone deafly, the voters have the say. Yep. Um, so that's that's a tough one. Yeah, for the public, but in private, he's like, oh, and Harvey Weinstein got fired and all these things. He's like, don't don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Whenever arguing with me, always says this. Don't get me wrong. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. I, I think it's good that this is all happening and women and whatever. He has three daughters, so he's very, very mm-hmm. aware of it. But he... <laughs> are they all Are they all ganging up on him <laughs> a little well, bit? I'm thankful that my uh, hipster college sister wasn't there because she would have been... <laughs> all over that anyway it's just it's different when you're talking about harvey weinstein in the entertainment industry and then like people that are representing you in public office or it should be different yeah it's it should be very different but i feel like it should be like the reverse of what's happening yeah like where 
the politicians that are in office and have been accused of all, all these horrible things are just still chilling in office. Like, nothing's really happened to them yet. Well, like, a lot of the big power players and, like, entertainment have been immediately fired or... It's just a lot easier to get rid of people. In, I know. Well, in, it yeah. is. But, it but that's also a business. Yeah. And yeah. I... You know, while I'm glad with what's happening, there's also the issue of are they firing this person because it's what's morally, ethically right and fair to these women who are their victims, or are they firing them to maintain their image in the public eye and continue to, yeah. you know, meet their profit goals? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, the interesting thing to me is that, you know, at first when this all came out, I felt like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's fat cats and and horrible conservative people and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, we get into the NPR situation, Al Franken, which breaks my heart because I do love me some Al Franken, but it's, I feel like we've all finally gotten to the point where everyone has a dog in this fight, no matter, you know, whether you're a man or a woman or a Republican or a Democrat or, a, you know, whatever it is you are, your sacred cows have been, have been exposed to this problem, which is great. I mean, in a way. I mean, it's sad, but it's great. I mean, doesn't I mean, it point out how prevalent this yeah. issue is then? It's yeah. not in just one group. Um, it sure does. It's a huge problem. And I'm glad that something seems to finally be happening about it. But what's happening? Blah, blah, blah. We're just going to all talk about it. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. It's fine. And like, how does it trickle down to people like at our level too? Because like the, everything seems to be happening at the top, but this is a mm-hmm. real issue that like women deal with every day just ordinary women and so what can be changed to make it stop happening to them yeah it's the high profile people we hear about yeah um but if you were to turn in me or something would that would that (laughs) just just going to say that none of us would turn in dave no Um, we all just got really don't turn yourself in for something you didn't do. Like, just, I feel so guilty. It's okay. It's Dave okay. is a non-complicit member of the patriarchy. Well, I mean, it's the interesting thing about this from from my point of view is I think it has every man, every thinking man, reviewing their past behavior and going, "Did I cross a line?" somewhere and that's, that's good. good i mean it, it definitely did for it me it makes you uncomfortable but that's good i feel like this when i get like my white privilege when i'm talking to somebody who's had a harder life than i have they grew up in different circumstances and i'm like what have i done to deserve this and what have i done wrong mm-hmm. and it makes you think and that's good and it's good to feel uncomfortable dave it's preach okay. liza hey man i'm 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 all for feeling uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the big issue here still, so we have all of this kind of expose happening, and then I still go onto Facebook, and I need to not do that. It makes me so uncomfortable, because if you click on, like, the news articles, and then you're reading everyone that shares them, and the things that they post, and, like, just yesterday I was reading people going after Nancy Pelosi, and if you see the comments that have been made about Rose McGowan and Mm -hmm. Uma Thurman, Mm -hmm. and all of these women that have come forward, they are forever labeled as oh that woman that says she got raped by uh harvey weinstein or insert whatever and i guarantee you i would bet so much money that weinstein one day will probably still make another movie even look at bill o'reilly getting fired from fox and you know has job offers rolling in from other networks and i've stopped following that but men are being faced forced consequences right now but we're still not beyond the cultural like norm of victim blaming yeah and the double standard on women on a lighter note 
there's somebody in this room that enjoys reading comments on Facebook for a living. <laughs> I don't know if I enjoy it, but it's more like it's something I feel compelled to she's do. She's compulsed to comment Ugh. and read them. And she's like, let's uh, I I commented it and I was like, don't, Laura, just don't. don't. I stopped commenting. But every once in a while, when like a big news story comes out and I'm like, this is a very damning thing to happen. I'll go on Fox News and be like, I just I just got to see like what? <laughs> how could they possibly be spinning this the other way? And it blows my mind every single and she time. gets all i come home we're, we're roommates we I, we I come home and she's like liza i'm super riled up about this i'm like stop reading the comments <laughs> oh man i just like i don't i i'm not exposed to this type of person in my everyday life and then i see them online and i'm just like oh my god yeah it seems not real don't feed the trolls real. laura well, I, I stopped. I don't comment anymore, but I just kind of cry silently. <laughs> yeah, I've I, still winning. I almost always avoid the comment section of any newspaper or uh, news website because it's just so distressing that there are people out there, not just people who think differently than I do, but people who apparently see an entirely different world, an entirely fake news. different Hashtag universe. Fake news. That's crazy. It like taking taking facts and just being able to blatantly disregard them. Like that's not a fact. That the just but it is. Like how? I don't I don't know how that works in somebody's mind. Oh, especially on like science and medicine and like anti-vax stuff. It's mm. like I look at an article and I'm like, don't click on the comment section. You're gonna be mad. And then I do, and then I read them all, and I'm so mad, and I see all the things people write, and then I'm in a horrible mood, and I do it again because yes. it's like I have to know. What yes, they think. that's again. exactly what I do. Again. But Speaking you know, of, you know. Speaking of entirely different. Words, Worldviews. What about uh, the flat Earth rocket guy? <laughs> what? No, I think yeah. I saw oh. something about. So there's this. this there's this yeah. dude. Is it Elon Musk? No. 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 no, no. Elon Musk no. did tweets to Flat Earth Society recently. Though. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Rocket Guy. No, next. Rocket Guy. Uh, he has built a rocket and he wants to take it to to fly it up in the air with him on it so that he can prove that the Earth is flat. He built the rocket. Why? He built himself. the rocket himself. It's not like he bought a rocket or something. He built it himself. Sounds safe. And one of the quotes is like, <laughs> is like, you know, I don't believe in science. I, you know, I know all this stuff about uh, whatever thermodynamics and 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 rocket nozzles and shit like that, but that's all just formulas. Uh, science, I don't believe in. Okay. Hmm. Um, Maybe he should try to launch that rocket. And maybe it will crash. And <laughs> one has, less man to worry about. <laughs> he has actually flown a rocket before. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Hold on. What are his credentials? Wait, here? But is it the kind that you put a quarter in outside the grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> or like those stomp rockets? And like it's a human rocket. A human rocket is very different. A, than a like rock, a... <laughs> that rocket that he flew in, okay. uh, it, it, it did uh, crash. <laughs> um, he didn't land comfortably and so you know the, the video shows him like drag being dragged out of the thing and he's like oh oh my god so I just looked him up he is a 61 year old limo driver yeah <laughs> hey look how can you just build a rocket and then get in it and and like why are there why is nobody stopping this well he was gonna so I, I mean you know I guess it's not illegal to like throw yourself up into the sky although he was right. going to do it on um new project on bureau of land management land mm. and they were like mm, i don't think so i don't <laughs> think you're going to do that so he had to reschedule and then his, his the rv that he uses as the rocket transporter broke down in his driveway so he couldn't 
So he couldn't. Uh, I guarantee That's a you. That's great omen. I know. I guarantee you, Elon Musk is not, you know, transporting his rockets around so on this RVs. Is, well, this is what I was saying. Elon Musk tweeted at Flatland Society. Flat Earth Society. Flat Earth Society. Like, what did he say? He He's, asked, so why isn't there a Flat Mars Society? And then I think Flat Earth Society tweeted back at him, like something to the effect of, well, we've observed that Mars is round. Like, you can see it, so you don't need a it's Flat a Mars circle. Society. <laughs> so on the topic of rockets, while spending more time than I showed on Facebook, I came across like Budweiser's pledge to be the first beer brewed on Mars. Anyone else read this? No. Why Budweiser? Jeez. They were of talking the about the like science behind you know, the goal to brew beer on Mars. Mm. And I think this whole like beer brewing thing has just gotten out of control. A yeah, few years. people there first. Yeah. 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 We might want to work beer. on that first. But yeah. hey, Elon's at work. Yeah. God have faith in Elon. Also, uh, just on a, on a, on another note, I'm not sure how far the reach of this podcast goes, but if Elon <laughs> Musk ever happens to hear of this podcast, I am deeply in love with you and I think we're soulmates. So hit me oh. up. this is another thing that I came home and she was like, you know who's really hot? <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> like, and if any of you out there are also Elon Musk lovers, there's a great website called Wait But Why who has this elaborate post about Elon Musk and all of his projects and it'll take you hours upon hours, but it's literally my favorite <laughs> and thing. And Laura I've knows it by ever. heart. Well, I sent it to her over Thanksgiving break. I, <laughs> I was going to send it to her before we had our test before Thanksgiving break, and I was like, ah, oh, no. She's got she, it was okay. so kind of her. Well, <laughs> silently sitting here frantically Googling, who is Elon Musk? <laughs> oh! I thought it was a company. <laughs> I mean, no, Tesla, Kylie. SpaceX. I mean, he's he doing this cool, company. like, hyperlink or hyperloop. hyperloop. Oh, yeah. And then he's also trying to get or putting out some projects for a Neuralink. So, like, a computer um, network interface with your brain. He's also doing, like, solar power stuff in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. Mm-hmm. He's a cool I dude. think he just opened a battery factory in the Giga Factory. Yeah. Somewhere Ooh. in the Southwest. Um, one of the projects was uh, wiring the outback of Australia That's where they have it. frequent power problems. Hmm. And he says, well, we can we can fix all your problems in 100 days. Um, let's do it. And apparently he was successful. Oh, in- I want a Tesla so bad. <laughs> you can buy Teslas at the mall. We should send that to... Uh, where we should I'm s- from? Like... It's yeah. like, oh, there's J. Crew and there's Lululemon and there's Tesla and there's just like two cars sitting there. It's the weirdest thing Where, I've ever seen. Tesla does not at advertise the, at either. the mall in my hometown. Oh, she's from in, like in California, uh, Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course, Seattle. California with the Tesla. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna cut out the sound of Laura saying, "Oh, Elon," <laughs> <laughs> and send it to I Elon him, Musk and suggest him. he make oh, it his ringtone. Okay. Yeah, keep it in the podcast, though. <laughs> Heavy breathing. (laughs) Oh, dear. Speaking of creepy. (laughs) Actually, that was meant to be that was that was meant to be the uh, the uh, segue from our previous discussion. But we went off into Elon Musk. But it's fine. Just equate me loving Elon Musk with rapers. It still it still applies. Whoa. Whoa. Speaking of creepy people. I think they're called rapists, Laura. Not not rapers. Definitely rapers. (laughs) Rapers. (laughs) <laughs> you might want to edit this part. Remember when, said, remember when we said this was going to get out of hand? I, Here is that moment. Last night, last night on Facebook, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have anything to talk about. And Liza was like, oh, you're oh, not going to have worry. any problem. Anyway, uh, speaking of creepy, uh, 
People like some very strange things. I admit, I don't know much about sexual fetishes. Uh, we're not going to cover most of those things today. But I did see news of a medical student at the University of Miami who took other female med students' social media photos and copied them to strange fetish websites whose users sexualize photos of women doing everyday things. Casual. Yes. So uh, I don't understand. I don't understand how how this no. works really. Uh, so, twenty five year old Alex Yang has been suspended uh, for alleged. I don't know if he's been suspended or not. I wrote that, but I'm not sure it's true. I don't Just think he, I didn't see that in the article. He was like under investigation, but no disciplinary action had been taken yet. He he allegedly put other students' photos on the websites, things that he got from Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Photos like car selfies. Pictures at bars, uh, pictures taken at the beach, even images of them in graduation gowns. I mean, how sexy! I a find, woman graduating. I find a smart woman. <laughs> I find a smart woman appealing, but but you know, okay. Legally, it's tough uh, because posting the photos themselves, supposedly according to, in the eyes of the law, doesn't directly. Um, doesn't direct these men's behavior, uh, you know, directly at the women themselves. But he has been reported to school administration several times since 2015, and he was ordered to stay away from two of these, uh, two of his classmates uh, by the school, and then last week by the court. You know, talk about subtle. In March of 2016, he apparently showed up at a bar and offered other students money and drinks for friending him on Facebook oh. so that he could see their photos. Oh, no. No. Now I just feel sad too. I this literally get the urge to like. I, why, why do you feel people? sad? I don't think he wanted. I don't think he wanted to be friends with them. And I was, feel so oh, dirty. Oh, I thought that just he like. To... <laughs> <laughs> no. Bless your little heart. <laughs> well, now I feel less sad. You're sweet, Leslie. <laughs> oh, he needs friends. <laughs> According to the Miami Herald, he has been suspended at oh, this God. time oh, okay. and is undergoing an internal school investigation. But yeah, looking at his face just makes me feel disgusting. I just feel dirty, like just hearing about it. I don't know. It's really well. And you think about it, he is in a profession where he is going to be dealing with the most vulnerable people, women and men. In a position of power, Elizabeth Shirazi was very angry about all she this. Was and so I'm supposed upset. to be, these are kind of some of the things we talked about. Like, no, just no. If yeah. you want to take advantage of people in that way. It just reminds me of that, like, Obi Guy that had the pen camera, oh. like, hanging around and he would videotape, oh. like, his exams. Like, this is, like, I just feel like they're too similar. Ooh. This guy has had a known problem since 2015, like, stalking and harassing his classmates. And the school, like, issued the orders for him apparently not to have contact with the student and they like acknowledged the sexual harassment but they allowed him to stay in school mm -hmm. like despite restraining orders against classmates and at some point like where do you draw the line of we trust this person to be a doctor like based on the good name of our institution and like cut the shit Miami this is not the first crazy med student, by the way, to come out of Florida. All the weird stuff happens in Florida, right? The kid starting his own clinic. That's what I've the heard. girl that beat the shit out of her Uber driver. Oh, yes. The yeah. this guy. Alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, Sorry to all our listeners in Florida. We we do appreciate you. We just ask that you keep a close eye on your counterparts. Yes. 
<laughs> do I it. Mean, yeah, Just do what you can. You know? But not such a close eye that you need a restraining yeah. order filed against don't, you. Don't put yourself in harm's way, Floridian. I mean, shit happens in Iowa, too. There's not a lot to do out in the cornfield, so. Yeah, those don't generally make the papers, though. <laughs> I think, honestly, probably one of my favorite news stories I've ever read was about this dude who got eaten by alligators yeah. in Florida. He was hanging out with his friends, and it was like a no-swimming area, because it was like, there's alligators, alligators literally <sighs> everywhere, and his friend was like, no, dude, don't do it. There's a lot of alligators in there. And his last words were like, those gators or something <laughs> and then he was subsequently consumed by alligators wow very sad it's very sad yes but also i can tell unreal. by your facial expression right now how i'm not sad. smiling i have a look of like wow i don't know what is my face your right eyes now? are kind of sparkling and smiling <laughs> talking about death really gets me going <laughs> oh pain so laura's interested in palliative care oh <laughs> kylie Step too far, Kylie. Step too far. Step two? Yes. No. That's all I hear. Let's move on. (laughs) Oh, Lord. 84-year-old Anna Konopka is a doctor in New Hampshire who has had to give up her license after allegations of misconduct were brought against her. Among the reasons her license was revoked, or, yeah, her license wasn't revoked. She she surrendered her license because the court was going to revoke it. Uh, among the reasons, complaints about her improper prescribing practices, including her record keeping and her refusal to use a computer. She appealed that decision but was denied. And her lawyer says that she just wants to help to 20 or so patients in her very small practice who pay her $50, uh, I guess, a visit. Uh, and she doesn't want to do it using a computer because she feels that doctors uh, perhaps rely too much on computers and don't interact with their patients enough um in the traditional ways i mean there that is a valid point i feel like that the more we rely on computers during our visits the less time you spend looking at the patient or doing a physical exam or something i mean i'm sure we've all been in a scenario where we feel like that they're just staring at the screen while they ask us questions um but it's also a really helpful device i mean i don't think you can argue uh, against that that computers and, and uh, medical records online or on the computer are very efficient and very useful. But it's true, too, that I guess we all still need to be cognizant of how much time we're spending staring at the screen while in the presence of our patients. The problem I had with this was that she was not using the electronic opioid prescription reporter for the state or for the country or whatever. So it was basically like under the books prescribing, which I, I honestly like it's fine that she doesn't want to use electronic health records in her own practice. That's OK. Like that's the reason she doesn't take insurance is because the uh, it, they wouldn't let her do that. So that's OK. But you really, really, really do have to follow federal laws <laughs> like that's a thing. Not a suggestion. <laughs> Not a suggestion. The EHR is, is a tool like any other. Right. I mean, you you got to use it well in order to be competent um, in your profession. I'm just going to like be the devil's advocate here and ask the question, though. If she wasn't both 84 and a woman, like how much would they be breathing down her neck trying to force her hand at this? Like, I think part of it is trying to kind of, you know, age her out of practice. Like how many 84 year olds do you know that are still practicing? And uh, there are probably other concerns there that not just alleviating the computer issue would you know, have you have you that. read something or, or read something that implied that? No, I'm just definitely going off okay, on a okay. whim here. But yeah, there yeah. is like 
implicit ageism and sexism at work still in medicine. Sure. And, you know, I, I mean, one of the things we always think about when somebody's like, I don't use the computers. Like, well, how old are you? You know? Yeah. So I understand that. I feel like the computer is like one of the main ways that physicians today stay up to date on like the latest drugs and things like that. So if she's not using a computer at all, like how up to date is her medical knowledge on things too? And that's like my big concern for wasn't like there all something, of her patients. Wasn't there something to do with her treatment of an asthma patient? Laura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, Laura? Well, I don't, I don't know. Is this like libel if I get the story wrong or something? Because I'm a little worried. Anyways, basically... Do, do, what, your, do your research, listeners, if you're going to sue Laura. Yes, please, please do. I'm not doing this on purpose. This is just my poor memory. Right. Uh, there's like a seven-year-old little kid with asthma who went into the local hospital he ha- kept having asthma exacerbations, and he was a, her patient, and she just had him keep using his rescue inhaler every time he had a flare-up instead of giving him, like, a like an inher- inhaled steroid that he would use every day. So because of that, he had some bad heart stuff, dangerous heart things. So it was like a... It may have been the initial complaint that... I, yeah, I think that there was a number of complaints. Well, then that is totally valid. <laughs> I only read headlines because I get so triggered by everything. Online. Triggered, <laughs> triggered, triggered. <laughs> well, all right. Pre-meds. <laughs> oh, no. Pre-meds, how much do you know about the ACA and healthcare reform? I'm going to give you a second to think about it. If you said, oh then you should brush up because medical schools are asking applicants about their understanding of the issues. Uh, U.S. News and World Report suggests looking into the pros and cons of the ACA, also suggesting keeping up on current events as it relates to the ACA. For instance, our lovely Congress is currently debating tax reform, which includes a um, Republican provision that would eliminate the, the individual mandate that requires individuals to have health insurance or pay a penalty. You don't have to know everything they say, but having a general understanding of those issues and being able to articulate them in a balanced way will help your application uh, if you're asked about these things. I researched the ACA and health insurance in general before go- going on interviews. Mm-hmm. I did too. Yeah, I was never asked about it in an actual med school interview, but I was asked about it in my like uh, like pre-med society pre-interview. Like to get the committee letter, mm. they at my school, they would interview you beforehand. So the advisor there did ask me a question about that. Yep, in a nice same, chat. same as Laura. And that never on an actual medical yeah. school interview, but in the pre-med advisory practice interview, I was asked a lot of questions about that. Yeah, I suspect it's not something all schools will ask, but... Yeah. And I mean, in the context of the story we just finished about like staying up to date and being on the computer and I do read some things online. I did take up the practice in the year before or as I was interviewing to like find one source that you trust and um, like can reliably go to. I think I use the New York Times health page. Um, If you're more scientific, like JAMA or if you're less scientific, please don't. But, you know, like Fox News, (laughs) Um, pick a source and just stay up to date, you know, reading it a few days a week and Swear to God, I read it the day before my interview here and read this very interesting article that I will not say what it was about, but that was literally one of my three questions in the interview, and I had to pick my job off the floor because I was so shocked. And you were like, score. Also, Kylie is literally looking at a meme on her phone right now that is a kitten, and it says, I made a poop. (laughs) I'll have you know I was looking at one of a cat's tipping on dumplings and accidentally advanced the picture. So I was just waiting to show Aaron. Can I see the dumpling one? Yeah. Yeah. Can I see the dumpling? Dave, this is look of horror. It's hard to believe that I thought we wouldn't have anything to talk about on today's show. 
Oh, that's adorable. Look at the little paw prints on the dumpling. I will use this as the show. <laughs> the, the, sh- the, the photo on the show notes. It's quality. Okay. Send it to me, Kylie, Screenshotting please. for you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Can you um, send it to me, too? You guys all know each other very well at this point. <laughs> yeah, true. Am I... Am I correct in thinking this? This is the, the best girl squad in Carver. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've cried year. in front of all of these people so far. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, well, I thought we'd play a game to see just how I well about this. Uh, you know each other. I have here Uh-oh. a list of questions from the Proust questionnaire, so-called because the 19th century author Marcel Proust wrote his answers to the question on an Albert, which in 2003 sold at an auction for 102,000 euros. So, fairly important questionnaire. You, however, are going to answer the questions not for yourselves, as you ordinarily would, but for each other. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, it's going to get savage. <laughs> and, your, oh. and your subject gets to assign to you points, we'll say one to five, mm-hmm. which I will completely fail to keep track of, as I always do. And so we won't okay, know who I just, I just have one thing to insert about seeing people cry. I think the first time Liza ever saw me cry, I was in a full-on sob because I read a news article about That Elon dog. Musk was married. No, it was about a dog in Michigan who had its nose and its ears cut off, and I saw the picture of him without his oh, nose. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that crying. photo. You're, so you're, into the, you're into the animals thing. I love right? animals. Oh. Sorry, and I just Elon thought that Musk. was important. But don't worry, everybody. It's been adopted and has a great home now. Good. I was worried. <laughs> let me uh, let me let me bring up the automatic questionator. Oh, oh, oh my God! Oh, look at me. this! Shit, Dave, it's right behind me. It is. <laughs> Bye, it is. I love it's you guys. Wait, you're Bye leaving? Guys. Yeah, I'm going to teach elementary school kids about the lungs. Show Aww. them the cat meme. So the the <laughs> the poop the, one? not the poop one. Probably the poop. They probably one. like that, that one. Funny. Kids yeah. like that. I mean, they we will like that. like that more, but you may not be asked back. Oh, um, boy. All right, so there are three on the screen. You can pick whichever one you like. Let's put Aaron on the hot seat oh, first. No. So it's, it's Do you need your glasses? <laughs> no. Do you need Liza's, no. <laughs> Liza's head to get out of the way? Yeah, there we go. Okay, so, okay, case. Hillary's current state of mind. What is Hillary's current state of mind? Oh, I mean, pretty happy because we uh, had a very rigorous CAPS exam this morning <laughs> and it's over, so uh, probably pretty happy about that. And uh, it's the weekend. And we only have two weeks of school left, so I'm going to say nine out of ten. Oh. Wait, would you? I would agree. It's, oh. it's a good day. And we I'm here with you lovely ladies. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking we need we need uh, buzzers or something, but yeah. All right. Well, let's try. Good job, Aaron. That Nailed good. it. Good work. Let's try. That was kind of an easy one. Yeah, it's Friday. Everyone's let's try. That's fine. It's a warm-up. Let's try one for you, Laura. Let's see if we get a question for you. Laura, answer for Liza. Okay, Laura, answer for Liza. Which living person does she most despise? <laughs> Many. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to answer. Oh. Well, this is actually hard. I've heard Liza complain about many people. <laughs> she, she does. <laughs> she does seem to have uh, a list. She's gotten emails from like our like curriculum support staff about her being a diva before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ah, this is actually really hard. I can't come up with like one single person, right? Like you don't have one person that you like rail against. Just just people in general. Maybe you you could go with a category of people. I'm going to say 
I don't know, maybe like Donald Trump or something. Yeah, yeah, safe. Yeah. Or like that's safe. Pre-meds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pre-meds. I, oh, I can't answer very, for myself. Very, very, but. All right. It does not like pre-meds. Okay, I get it. <laughs> eh, it was pre-meds. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. So, for our pre-med listeners, <laughs> first of all, she doesn't hate you personally, I'm sure. Just the group. What? <laughs> group mentality. I mean, I was technically a pre-med, but. Yeah, technically. Liza likes Not to at all technically. You were actually pre med. Cool pre med. <laughs> when anyone that actually knows Liza knows she's not cool. <laughs> what do you hate about. What do you, Chillery. What do you despise <laughs> about pre meds? Shall I count the ways? Yeah. Um, I don't despise them. I'm just personally annoyed when somebody who decides they want to be a pre-med has this long list of things that they just have to do to get into med school. And they don't have any, like, real want or desire to be a doctor or be a real person. No. (laughs) Okay. That's all. Take that. Pre-meds, take this as advice if you don't want to be despised by Eliza. Yeah, I think Do what something she was else. trying to say in that too. She doesn't like when there's like not a lot of personality or with diversity. them like looking for like they don't show interest in other things yeah. too. When they're just like one track, all I want to do is med school. I think it's more what viles her. And up. that's a noise everybody. Yeah. That's not just me. I just have strong opinions. Okay. What? Let's uh let's look for another one. All right. Oh, who are Laura's real heroes in her life? I think we Elon Musk. I was yeah. say, I, think yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> Thoroughly answered. Uh, Laura likes websites where Elon Musk is doing ordinary things. Oh my god! <laughs> Dave. Oh my god! Too I far. didn't say what. Okay. Uh, let's Liza see. For Liza. Aaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When and where is she happiest? When and where is Aaron happiest? I feel like you really like '90s music, and oh, you yeah. really enjoyed that '90s basketball as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, she also likes basketball. So, like, if you were hypothetically in Jock Jam, Jam Jock, Jam Jam, what? Uh, Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. (laughs) Listening to Jock Jams. There you go. It's like watching a G- Gonzaga game or something. Yeah, Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonzaga, right? Yeah, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Almost. Uh, I'm still recovering. If okay, <laughs> too soon. It's so a whole bunch of references that like half thought out references, <laughs> half understood references. It's okay. It was close. It was close. All right. That means we're good friends. Watching it's Gonzaga basketball in the nineties. <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds great. How about 1999 when we first made our Cinderella run? I don't even know what that is. Okay. You don't know what a Cinderella run is? No. Is it? Sports, Dave. I, well, that's, that's why I don't know what it Tiny is. Tiny school, makes Underdog. it really far, beats a bunch of big, really good teams, and everyone's like, where did this school come from? And they and forget their like, glass slipper on the porch. The slipper the... still fits. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next. Some people will know what I'm talking about. Aaron for Kylie. Yeah. Oh, boy. What? Which one are you choosing? Um, When and where was she happiest? I know hmm. Kylie loves Disneyland. So it's probably a pretty safe bet if I said I think uh, one of the one of the last school breaks we had she went with some high school friends to Disneyland and they had a blast. So I would say in the recent year or two that might be when and where Kylie was happiest. I yeah. or or when she got her cat. Yeah, oh, I was like I was okay. gonna say Bagheera all the way. Yeah. <laughs> What's the cat's name again? Bagheera. 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 Uh, I was. They're gonna, tied. They're tied. I was going to. I thought you were gonna say when. She when was she happiest when she was an M1. 
Oh, which, yeah, because she wants to be an M1 again. Which yeah. was uh, when she met you. So. And yeah. she got Bagheera. And she got Bagheera. Oh. And I think when she went to Disneyland. So Wow. So that was, a, that ding, was a great year. <laughs> Woo. All right. Nailed it. All right. Let's, uh, let's do one for Laura. I'm really sweaty right now. Laura. A treat to you to play. All right. Laura. Oh. Can I wait? Can I just like? Can I just switch all of the? Sure. Uh, the last question. Okay. Yeah. The last question. What is the quality she most <laughs> likes in a man? I'm not answering for Elizabeth. I'm going to answer for Liza because yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. we found a striking trend of Liza's preferences. Yes. Tall. Okay. Very pale. Very lanky. Dark-haired, blue-eyed males. Like very thick dark hair. Very thick dark hair. <laughs> and like intelligent with a slight bit of snark in him. And a potentially, nerdy. potentially a professor here at Harvard <laughs> College of Medicine. Whoa! Now no, we're getting no, into no, but not anymore. No, I've but but in all seriousness, her ex-boyfriend looks eerily similar to her current boyfriend. <laughs> and like she'll she'll mention like, oh, he's cute, and I'm like, literally, Liza, he looks like your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> your boyfriend is a professor at the college. No, of- no. I, just, I just have a lot of lovers. <laughs> And now the entire Lovels. short coat podcast will know. <laughs> My lovers. Uh, well, if you were okay, so hmm. like last night, Laura, we were watching John Mulaney. Yeah, and yeah, I was she, like, and I was John like, John Mulaney's hmm. kind of cute. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> 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 I, I really want to ask which professor, but mm, that's not it's, it's honestly it's out of left field. I don't really see it. No, I'm a little confused by okay, it. Okay, well, this is from also, a distance. Okay, from a distance because close. I watch on Panopto. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't really seen the person up close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think she would find him as cute, up, like up close. Hmm. hmm. Oh, I so want to guess, but I won't. You can. You can just bleep it out. Okay. Is it? Uh... Oh! <laughs> the silver phone. Brown hair, black hair. He doesn't. No, it's yeah, like it's all like gray. gray. He's a silver fox. What's wrong? But he once did. I mean, come on. For those of us who are gray-haired and old and busted, imagine, imagine the date night conversations with Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you have to delete all of this. <laughs> I think we'll do the last one now, Hillary. Okay. All right. So whoever I choose, what do you value most in friends? I'll go for Laura because I make it funny. If they have animals, okay. if they love animals, mm-hmm. if they like memes, mm-hmm. if they send her memes or mm-hmm. anything about Elon Musk, <laughs> if they provide her with a fully stocked kitchen of zebra cakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, zebra cake? What's a zebra cake? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wait, really? What's a zebra cake? It's, it's a, like the little Debbie snack cake that's like a little, oh. uh, like has zebra print on it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. And then it has the, yeah. Jesus, that was a close one. I almost got unfriended yeah, I was, there. I was sad for you. Well, they're, I didn't, I've really... not heard them called zebra cakes, but that's probably what they are. They're called, called yeah. that. They make Christmas tree ones that yeah. Laura reviewed she on reviewed. Snapchat the other, other day. Snapchat. Not as good. Not yeah. as good and as And they came with fewer, cakes. right? Yeah, you only have five instead of ten. Mm. I was sad for you. Yeah. But yes, Laura, those are things Laura would Laura tends to go to high V and it just buys zebra cakes and the <laughs> guy at the checkout will be like oh was there a sale on zebra cakes to join like I've gotten no. was there a sale oh are you having a party <laughs> I want you to just look at them blankly and go no <laughs> well thank you all for indulging me uh, that is our show 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me. You're welcome, yeah, Dave. Dave. We I actually just want to hang time. out with each other, and uh, you just happen to I, be here. You know, I'll take what you I can get. the hangout. I'll take what I can get. And thank you, listeners, for making us part of your week. If you like what you heard today, leave us a review on iTunes, just like Bumbling Premed did recently. They called, they called me Cytoplasm. <laughs> I'm Cytoplasm. That's nice. That's fitting. Thank you. Uh, it will. It really helps us uh, grow the show and, and makes us feel good. You can talk about just about anything you like in our Facebook group, The Shortcode Student Lounge. And you can always send us your thoughts, questions, and comments to theshortcodes at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox. And our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. <laughs>